everybody. It's Allison Kaskowski. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I hope that wherever you are on this Tuesday morning that you are doing something fun and positive for yourself. So we have just wrapped up another edition of our signature online challenge, which we call the Fit Life Masterclass. We do this event several times throughout the year in our private Facebook community. And we're always, this is why I'm always inviting any of you listening to please head over and join me there. So that you can take it. This is just one of the um, one of the free, valuable events that we do uh, throughout the year. Um, and so my topic today, what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, and just because I've seen this word thrown around a lot, especially since we've been in in shutdown, is functional fitness. What exactly is functional fitness? Now there's so many people that have different definitions of it. But we really teach it a little different here at CU Fitness. And this is really the foundation of all of our online programs and the way we approach our programs with our clients. And so what I wanted to do today was kind of just give you my take on functional fitness and give you three tips to think about in terms of how you can employ it in your own routine and then hopefully leave you with at least something that you can start with. And here's why I think this is important. Obviously, if you follow my show over the last you know several months, you know that I've really focused a lot of my my energy and my guests and my guest time and everything with how we've approached the COVID pandemic with respect to how we do us, how we take care of us, whether it be our body, our mindset, our own self care, whatever. And I've had some fabulous guests on here. But now that it's September and we're moving into fall, it's like the last quarter of the year. So it's a really good time to kind of reassess where you are, what's worked, what hasn't worked. And I think I'd be, I'd really be disingenuous to say that this year just has not gone the way any of us really thought it would. And in a lot of my conversations with you and with people in my community and with my clients that I'm seeing and people that are in my classes, you know, everybody is really reevaluating where they are now. Um, We've really been living, a lot of us, depending on where you are, under restrictions for the good part of six months. And so it's really affected the way that we do us, the choices we make, how active we are. And it's really been long enough that that a lot of us are, are feeling like it's really time that we seriously try to change some things. And I think we've probably known that for a while. And maybe some of you have already done that. And that's wonderful. But I think if we're all being honest, it, it really hasn't been super easy. So, and so I really think this is a good time to kind of revisit this topic and hopefully leave you with some information that can help you as far as setting up how you do a functional fitness routine for you. Because here's the reality of it. Here's what I hear from people so much as to what the major obstacles are as to why they have a hard time sticking with a program that works. You know, we're, we're all busy. We're overscheduled. We really don't have we say we don't have the time that we need. Our t- the time that we have dedicated is, is really, it easily gets sucked up in other things. Um, so that's one reason. One reason is that physically we think that we're not going to be ready to do a good workout routine for one reason or another. I was having a discussion uh, with a new client not too long ago, and she was fairly disciplined until all of this hit. And then everything just got kind of out of whack. And so now she's realizing that she's gained some weight. She's not in the shape she was. So she knows it's going to be a little bit of a challenge to get back to where she was. So physically not feeling like you're capable or ready is another one. And then probably the biggest one, if we're all honest, is is that we have doubts about our ability to do it. 
And that speaks to two things to me. That speaks to where our mindset is at the time. Um, You know, do we feel like we're worthy enough to do it? Do we feel like we're capable of seeing it through? Uh, Do we trust ourselves to do it? And then physically, do we feel like we can be consistent? And so these are all the main uh, obstacles, if you will, that I probably hear the most as to why I feel so compelled to share with you how we teach functional fitness and why I believe this is really an approach that can work for anybody, regardless of what your fitness goals are, regardless of what your limitations are, regardless of how you do you and how you do uh, your routine, if you will. So what is functional fitness? Let's start there first. Function is purpose. That's, that's where we come from when it comes to how we teach it. Function is purpose. And our purpose is defined by how we live our lives. Our purpose is evident just about in everything that we do. Now, there are certain things that we do throughout the day that are just part of living. You know, our bodies are created to move, we have to remember. And our bodies function best when we're upright, not when we're sitting, not when we're lying down, and not when we're you know, in various other positions and doing other things. Okay. You know, we, we function best when we're upright. That's when the human body can do its best work. And this is why sitting for the most part has really replaced cigarette smoking as the number one contributor of preventable death in this country. Meaning that sitting contributes to, you know, the great majority of the health disparities that rank right up there with the leading causes of death in this country, like hypertension, like high cholesterol, like overweight, being overweight, being obese, even for that matter, you know, being sedentary increases your risk of injury. It increases the likelihood that you are susceptible to coming down with certain diseases, the flu, for example, even COVID-19. COVID-19 has been linked to, in the most serious instances, people who are overweight and who are diabetic. Um, and so there are just certain things that when you're sedentary, you just make yourself more high risk right out of the gate. And then when you factor in, if you have a family history of anything, if you have an autoimmune disorder, if you have allergies, if you have past injuries, you know, if, you're, if your immune system is suppressed in some way, this just complicates things. So when we're physically active more on a regular basis, then it automatically helps us across the board. Now, logically, I believe deep down, we all know that and doesn't always mean that that means that we're actually going to do something. And we tend to forget that for those of us that are super disciplined and really don't feel like we need reminding. But having said all that, it just really makes, makes it even more clear to me the need to express how simple functional fitness can actually be. It can really take a lot of the guesswork out and that We find ourselves saying that things are too hard, it's too complicated, it's going to take too much time. This is, I believe, the easiest approach, and I believe it's the best approach that can get you the results that you want and that you desire for yourself. So function is purpose. It really is defined by what we do throughout the day, and there's so many moves that we do throughout the day that are considered functional moves. The seven basic functional moves that we do every day are squats, lunges, we push and pull, we twist, we hinge, and we walk. Those are the seven functional moves. And everything that we teach is based around those seven functional moves. It really is the simplest way to group a workout together in some way, shape, or form. And it really just depends when we work with our clients and in our programs. It really just depends on on if there's certain precautions that we need to take or there's certain things we need to take into consideration. Otherwise, we use all seven of those moves in some way, and sometimes we repeat them. When we think about 
what exactly is functional fitness with respect to that? It is fitness that helps us do our life better. It's fitness that helps us do our purpose better. And when we employ the seven moves that we're already doing throughout the day in a workout, then we take the guesswork out, we take the complexity out, we make it simple, and we make it to where we can easily just rinse and repeat. And it, it, it keeps us in the space of, of telling ourselves that this is something that we can do. So it really increases possibility for us too. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there that think functional fitness is some, you know, buzzword, if you will, it's some trend that's going to go away or it's some, you know, fancy type of workout that doesn't really appeal to everybody. And, and respectfully, I disagree. I feel like functional fitness, when it's approached in the right way, is something that everybody can do. It benefits everybody. And it, it's something that everybody can do on their level. The most important thing to remember if you take nothing else away from today, the most important thing to remember is, is that the best workout for you is the one that you can do repeatedly over time. It's the one you can stick with. And this again is where I hang my hat on the moves of functional fitness, because these are all moves that we're already doing throughout the day. Think of how many times you squat. Think of how many times you push and pull and twist just in basic everyday moves. And so it only makes sense if we can put those moves in our day-to-day -day work, but it would, it would make it a lot simpler for us. Not to mention, it's a very efficient use of our time. So let me get to those three tips quickly that I'd like to share with you on why all this adds up for us. And that maybe this, the better way to put this is three things to think about when you're thinking about using functional fitness for you. Uh, tip number one is, like I just said, these are moves that you're already doing during the day. And some people refer to these as daily tasks. So think about with me for a minute. You get in the car, you get out of the car. You go in the grocery store, you carry grocery bags out. You're carrying books up the stairs, maybe. You're, you're putting things away. Maybe you're moving furniture. Maybe you're picking up kids. Maybe you're picking up pets. All of that is functional moves and it requires strength. It requires your body to be able to be in a position to actually do it. One benefit of doing the functional moves in a workout is, is that we're moving through all planes of motion. Okay. And without getting too technical, this again is how the human body is built to move. We're built to move in a forward and backward direction. We're built to move in a side to side direction. We're meant to move in a diagonal direction and back. These are all what we call planes of motion. And we're already doing these in our day-to-day -day lives with all the activities that we're already doing, okay? The other side benefit of doing these moves daily is that it limits your chance of injury, like I said at the beginning of, of, beginning of my show today, is so many injuries, what I see from a, from, from a practical standpoint, most of the time, an injury occurs due to a strength imbalance of some kind. And I'll give you an example. Um, you know, twisting a knee, for example, is usually an indication that there are certain places in the knee itself or maybe even in the leg that are not super strong. And so the knee is taking, the, the place in the knee that you injure is taking the majority of the weight. And it could be due to poor technique. And it could be due to a strength imbalance. And most of the time, it's honestly, it's a combination of both, okay? And so what functional moves allow us to do is, is it allows our body to not only move in the way it's intended to move, but it greatly reduces 
the chance that we will suffer from an injury like that because we're using the moves that our body is most built and capable of doing. Now we can add weight to those moves and we can add intensity to those moves and we can add direction and other challenges to those moves and make it more challenging than say, just walking up the stairs and carrying things throughout the day, which are probably the two things that come to your mind the most. So there are ways that we can, I won't say disguise, but there are ways that we can challenge our bodies more doing these simple moves in a workout setting, but it's not that we're doing something different. It's just that we're challenging our body to be better at the things it's already built best to do, if that makes sense. So that's tip number one is these are moves we're already doing daily. These are moves that are most equal to the tasks that we're already doing. Okay. Tip number two is that it makes so many of the skills that we have to do so much better throughout the day, okay? And some of those skills are speed, stamina, endurance, balance, flexibility, power, and agility. And let me just briefly explain what those mean. Obviously, speed is self-explanatory. Speed is how fast can you go? Stamina is how long can you hold up without getting tired? Endurance is very similar to that, but we can be speaking of muscular endurance or cardiovascular endurance, which are really two different things. From a textbook standpoint, muscular endurance just simply means how many times can you do the same thing without getting tired, without taking a break, okay? Cardiovascular endurance is referring to, you know, how long can you be physically active, say taking a walk or a run or a bike ride without getting tired. Balance, obviously, is being able to literally shift your weight onto, you know, take your weight onto one side of your body and doing it easily. Some people define balance as the ability to stabilize in an unstable environment. So think about standing on one foot, say, for example, on an incline or on a stair or, or something like that. Um, so balance is really an incredible functional move to be able to master. And one of the things that we do in the Fit Life Master class is that we spend an entire day you know, one whole, you know, one whole class is around balance and we learn all kinds of easy balance challenges that are super easy to work into your daily routine. Balance is probably the biggest thing that I see people ignore. It's something that we don't necessarily think about work. And so many people think that if you're already working out and you're fit and you're in good shape, that your balance is good. And most of the time, that's not the case. Try when you get a chance standing on one foot and seeing how long you can hold it before you feel like you need to hold on to something. Balance is at the center of everything that we do. So that's what most definitely makes it a functional move. Flexibility is all about range of motion. We tend to think of flexibility when it comes to stretching, but flexibility is, a, is, the, is the range of motion usually around a joint. It's not the range of motion in a muscle. When your joints are stiff and sore, it impedes your flexibility. Your muscles can be sore, but that won't necessarily impede your flexibility. If your joints are stiff and sore, that will impede your flexibility, and that's where range of motion is centered. Most all stretches for major muscle groups are around your weight-bearing joints, your shoulders, your hips, your knees, your ankles, even your fingers and your wrists, even in your neck, too, to some degree, as, you know, determines how well you can turn your head from side to side, how well can you bend over. This is all determined by flexibility as well. Power is simply speed over distance or force over distance, if you remember from physics. It's being able to move something heavily, heavy rather, and quickly over a distance. 
muscular power. There are plenty of instances in day-to-day life where we have to use muscular power. If we have to pick up something quickly and move it, if we have to get out of the way of something that's coming at us quickly. Um, Those are both examples of using muscular power. And finally, agility is simply the ability to be able to change directions quickly, the ability to be able to pivot and move out of the way of something. And this is what what really pairs well when you work it with balance. Because how often have you tripped and fallen and because you lost your balance? Or you've had to quickly get out of the way of something and in so doing, you've injured yourself. This is why these are, these are functional um, tasks, if you will, that, we are, that we're already doing every day. And so when we work on these in a workout, then it makes living our life better. Um, and more importantly, it really gives us peace of mind. So it really goes beyond a workout. And it helps us increase the awareness of where we are, which can obviously contribute to peace of mind. And the third point, and this is probably the biggest one of the three, is less is more. And there's still this belief out there, depending on who you talk to, and I still talk to coaches in the space, to, in, in the health and fitness space today, that, you know, that everyone has their own opinion on how long is effective, how long do you need to do a workout to really expect to get results. And so many people out there say, well, minimum 45 minutes, minimum an hour, if you really want to see any significant results. Um, you know, there's still people out there that swear by 90 minutes to two hours a day and that more power to them if they have that kind of time. but most people really don't. And to be honest with you, you really don't need that much time to see significant results. So less is more. And this is one of the best benefits of functional fitness is that you can be super intentional with small blocks of time and get serious results, get the kind of results that you really desire for yourself. So you can really be strong again. You can be the size that you want. You can be the weight that you want. And weight really is only a small piece of the puzzle. It's really more about you know, keeping the muscle that you have on board working the way that it should. That's the biggest contributor to our metabolic rate. And it also is the biggest contributor to how strong we are. So, and this is really at the crux of functional fitness is efficiency. It's efficiency and effectiveness all wrapped up into one. So less is more when it comes to using functional fitness. So you really don't need to spend that huge block of time in the gym to see results. The question is, how effective are you being with the time that you have? And this is really what we're teaching in our signature online workout program, Functional Fitness Live for You. Um, And we're going to be opening up our next round of the Fit Life Masterclass probably right after Thanksgiving. So I would invite all of you out there listening, if you are not yet in my private Facebook community, to please head over and join me there, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. I'll be passing along instructions as we get closer to time as to when those dates will be. But you really don't want to miss this because with it being close to the end of the year, um, this is a good time to retool whatever it is that you're doing, maybe make some adjustments, especially if you feel like what you're doing isn't working or you feel like you sort of hit a wall and you need a reboot or a recharge, or maybe you feel like you've hit a plateau and you just want a new perspective. Um, And sometimes it really doesn't take changing everything that you're doing. It just simply takes making a few small changes to make it work for you better. And that's really what the most important thing is. Less is more. I cannot say that enough. So So please head over, join me in my private Facebook community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. If you are not on Facebook, please head over to my website at cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com, and click contact us and send me an email. If this is resonating with you in any way, 
if this is helping to answer any of your questions, or if this is just simply piquing your curiosity enough, I want to invite you to reach out to me um, and that I will ensure and make sure that you get on our list and that you are the first to find out when we do release those details. Um, we are making some fabulous changes to our two functional fitness life for you. Um, it is really going to become the premier, uh, the premier uh, fitness and support program all wrapped up into one. And with January being right around the corner, I have every reason to think 2021 is going to be infinitely better than 2020. I mean, that is, I think, everybody's hope if we're, if we're being honest with ourselves. And so this is the time to look to see how you're doing you, because you not only do you have a chance to make a difference this year, but you have a chance to get a head start on next year. And I think when all of this coronavirus stuff is gone and the world is ready to come back out and play, we have a, a real opportunity here to really have a chance at the life that we all want. And fitness and self-care should be at the center of that. How you do you should be at the center of all that. And now is the time. This is the perfect opportunity. So reach out to me. Let me hear from you. I want to hear what you're doing. I want to hear what's working. I want to hear what's not working. Um, so please feel free to email me if you're not on Facebook or in social media. Please feel free to look me up on Instagram. I am Fit Style Gal. That is F-I-T Style, S-T-Y-L-E, Gal, Fit Style Gal. And you can also find me on Twitter at A-H-Cats. It has been my pleasure to be here with you. It always is. I love doing my show. I love being here to serve all of you that are listening. We are worldwide with thousands of listeners and thousands of downloads. Uh, we're in multiple countries throughout the globe, and I could not do it without you and your support. And I am so incredibly grateful to have this opportunity every week to talk about a subject that is so incredibly meaningful to me and an area where I still find after nearly 30 years in this business that I am just as passionate about as I was the day that I began. And I attribute that largely to all of you and the wonderful people that I get to serve just about every day. So thank you. Uh, this is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Please stay tuned. I will have information probably in the next couple of weeks on how you can become a supporter of this show. We're going to have three different levels. So you definitely don't want to miss that either. So. Uh, this is Allison Katzkowski again with the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life and making a difference.